We walk and discuss. We may talk about hardship and uncertainty. Jesus is there when we take the uncomfortable walk of uncertainty. Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on April 26th for the third Sunday of Easter, 4 p.m. Vigil Mass at Ascension Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. As always, thank you for listening. Enjoy. Seems like taking a walk might be the new activity these days, particularly when it's a nice day outside. It's amazing uh, to see all the people out taking a walk, walking their dogs. Uh, my dog has been walked uh, more often in the past month or so uh, than probably the entire uh, other 18 months that I've had her. Terrible, I know, but it is what it is. I'm making up for lost time. But we, uh, we get out and, and walk and we see all kinds of people out riding bikes and walking and, and just getting outside, getting some fresh air, some activity, and probably a little bit of getting their mind off of things. I would imagine that that's uh, often uh, part of the reason for just getting out. There's nowhere else to go, so we'll just go for a walk. Even when we are attempting to, to not think about things, it's kind of difficult uh, to avoid the subject for too long. And so I would imagine for many of us, either on a walk or at some other point during the day, we find ourselves wondering, what are we supposed to do? With so many unknowns in our world, in our society, what are we supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? What is my company supposed to do? What is my family supposed to do? So many uh, ways of putting that same question. What are we supposed to do? This is a, uh, a normal question for us, but given our reality, it's even uh, weightier. The, the uncertainty that we face uh, all the time, how things will go, what things will even look like uh, when we're finally back to normal. I will say, today is 40 days since public mass was canceled in the Archdiocese of Louisville and for much uh, of the United States. Um, those dioceses, um, some dioceses had canceled mass uh, earlier, but uh, 40 days ago, all of the dioceses of the, in the United States uh, have canceled public mass. It's a long time. It's a long time to think, what is it that we are supposed to do, both in our uh, worldly life, but also in our faith life? And with that same sort of question, these disciples, Clopas and uh, this other disciple, unnamed, so that we could put ourselves into the story, Many scholars believed that that disciple went unnamed to give us the opportunity to imagine that it was Theopas and Jesus and you going for a walk, just going for a walk. Now, when we get into the nuts and bolts of everything, it might be kind of like that proverbial discussion as to whether or not it's an African swallow or a European swallow and how quickly they can fly. 
But I want to do a little calculation. It's seven miles to Emmaus, and if the mile was the same as our mile, which it probably wasn't, but then again, they probably could walk faster because they were used to walking. Um, all of that is, well, unknown. What I do know is that for our mile, seven miles probably would take about two and a half hours. At a, a normal pace, two and a half hours to, to walk seven miles. That's than usual, the, the average, and so for at least two hours, we could imagine the disciples walked along with Jesus there in our midst, and maybe as many as three hours, uh, they walked uh, with him, uh, speaking to them about how Scripture had already revealed to them all that had happened, and yet they were blind, in a sense. They could not see. They could not see uh, the truth that was right there in front of them. Jesus Christ, the man that they had followed for at least a good amount of time, years perhaps, was right there. And yet they did not recognize him. Their eyes could not perceive the reality that was right there in front of them. And even beyond that, they had scripture that had laid out this reality. Uh, for them already, and yet they could not see. They were not able uh, to penetrate that mystery that was walking right there before them. Cleopas and the other disciple are downcast. They are uh, anxious. They are uncertain as to what is going to happen to their group. All of this, you know, he's gone. Some have said he's risen from the dead. But we haven't seen him, all of this uncertainty. And then there's that wonderful line. It's one of my favorites in all the scriptures. The two disciples asked Jesus, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who doesn't know what has happened there in these past several days? Imagine the irony of that statement. Of all of those who knew what had happened and understood it actually experienced every painful moment of it and also understood how God the Father was working for the salvation of the world. It was Jesus himself. And yet their uncertainty, their anxiety, their turmoil lent itself to asking Jesus, why it was that he didn't know. He knew. Oh, did he know. As we go about our pathways, as we take the walk and uh, perhaps invite Jesus with us, we don't know how our lives will look in just a couple of short months. Hopefully, we don't know. Just as much as we didn't know three months ago that we'd be here now. It's a mystery. There is so much uncertainty. And just as much as those disciples could not imagine what was walking right there beside them, we too have a future with Jesus. He's walking with us now.
He knows what is to come of all of this. Perhaps he is keeping us in the dark for a little bit longer. Perhaps he is leaving us uncertain of how God is working in our midst as we walk with him for a while. But one thing is for sure, Jesus does desire to walk with us, to to take this walk to Emmaus, uh, to journey with us even as we turn our back on him at times. One of my go-to interpretations about the walk to Emmaus and what it means um, is the idea that Emmaus may have been to the west of Jerusalem. That means that as the two disciples, Cleopas and the other disciple, were walking towards Emmaus, their back was both to Jerusalem but also to the rising sun. The rising sun, S-O-N and S-U-N. The rising sun, the one risen from the dead. They had turned their back on him. They had left with uncertainty, but also the possibility of hope. And yet he was right there. He wouldn't let them just walk away. Let us walk with the Lord in these difficult days, knowing that I too don't know the answer. I too am wondering what is it that I am supposed to do. And yet, God knows. Let us ask him. Let us ask Jesus. What are we supposed to do in these days? I hope you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org, where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.